are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Welcome to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. And reminding you what we do here on the Mom Show, we are a repository of information and save so much time for you because instead of spending a lot of time Googling things to the point of being dangerous, we have a rotating panel of experts that come in and actually give you the right answers to things that you were probably wondering throughout your week. So today, one of our good friends from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com, Cassandra Brazier, has joined us. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. You had that mom look on your face too, like, just glad I made it here to the microphone. <laughs> we I, all have those right, days. Right, right. Right. Whether you're a mom or not, I think you have those days where you're just happy to be here. Right? <laughs> exactly. You're like, I am present. <laughs> I'm congratulate. <laughs> yes, I congratulate myself on that. Right. Yeah. So we are not only just giving you some, some wonderful information for life in general and making you feel welcome, we also are going to help you get your finances in order. Thanks to Cassandra and the folks over at Clear Step Financial, because mm-hmm. a lot of what we do here on the Mom Show is really discussing why you haven't. There are all mm-hmm. these small speed bumps that kind of get in the way, and next thing you know, a year has passed, five years have passed, mm-hmm. and it seems like that road to financial independence and financial freedom, and those are kind of the things that you go, I always mean to do it, mm-hmm. and it gets shelved so often. It does. It Don't, we have mm-hmm. a lot of things, I think, that get put on that shelf, right. but I think when it comes to money especially, it's one of those things where we, I think people hear the term budget, or right. they hear the term life insurance or they hear what whatever it is they have these preconceived conceptions of what that's going to mean especially right. budget i think people emotions right i don't know yes. what emotions it brings up in you but it's it's interesting to have those conversations with people but what's what's really interesting what i enjoy is really helping people understand that it's not a confining process it's actually a very freeing process right. a lot of times you can just make small adjustments sometimes we can make huge we can take huge steps with just little tiny efforts right. and prevent big potential you know, hazards and things from happening. And, and it seems like from the conversation that you and I have had and, and from talking about my particular finances, not only just my talkers, but it is a lot of that when you see these buzzwords in the news, mm-hmm. instead of using them to take action, you go, oh, that's. Uh, that's that's more than I can handle right now. I mm-hmm. can't handle the thought press of dealing with it or it's something that applies to me 20 years right. from now so I'm not going to take any action at this moment. Right. And then things just kind of snowball and next thing you know there's another excuse, another excuse, another excuse. Mm-hmm. And so it's probably so uh, positive when people do sit down with you and you can just very easily go, you know what, we're going to start with these seven steps. Yep. So we have it lined out. Absolutely. You, have, you know, outlines are easy. You can, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that's measurable, mm-hmm. actionable. We know that we can do it and then mm-hmm. you can go at the end. Here's what I've actually done. Mm-hmm. And you can just line everything out for them. Absolutely. And for everyone, I, I recommend no matter how much you make, you know, we, we have clients that are across the board, you know, that are just starting out in life and getting right. their first job and all the way up to people that are very high net worth individuals and are looking at how do we pass on this money to the next generation and generations. So across the board, I just tell people first start with where is the money going? You know, right. we, it's easy to see what's coming in. Usually 
because it gets deposited somewhere, right? And you right. can see that number. So that's usually a little bit easier to see what's coming in, but it takes a little bit of time and energy to look at where it's going. I think sometimes now, especially since so much of um, money is, has become a more fluffy subject for so many mm-hmm. people. It's a soft subject because we don't actually see things anymore. Mm-hmm. Because now, you know, we have, everybody has a direct deposit. So you don't even yeah. look at things. Right, you don't go you don't even cash look, your check. You don't right? cash your, your paycheck. check. <laughs> right, so you know that money will be there. But some people, I mean, I know I went through a phase where I was, quote unquote, busy. And I knew <laughs> that my paycheck would get deposited. But if you would ask me, what is your paycheck going to actually be? Mm-hmm. What amount is going to be deposited in your account? <laughs> I knew a ballpark idea, right. but I couldn't tell you. Right. You know, right. Like, and I think that we just kind of just go, well, then and then you just spend it. Right. And so you're still kind of in the weeds. Right. And if you think you may not know exactly what's coming in, can you imagine you know, having to give a concrete number on what are you spending on X, Y, Z, right? So it's one of those things where, and and I've, I have this conversation over, I feel like it's one of the same conversations with people. So I hope this message can resonate with some people listening, but that it is very empowering to sit down and look at where your money's going, right? Because it gives you control yes. and it gives you strength to be able to take control of your finances. So it doesn't ever sound like a, like <laughs> this is what I want to do with my Friday evening or my Saturday morning with my cup of coffee or after the mom show on Sunday. Yes. But I, I just tell people if you're a wine drinker, if you enjoy <laughs> a drink, get a drink and just help yourself relax a little and just start going through it. I think it is right. such a great exercise for people and if you've done it before sometimes just revisiting that can be really beneficial it really it's one of those first steps to just get control initially of your finances and then once you do it like one of the other things that we've talked about is that there are so many tools out there to help you do it Mm -hmm. and so like i'm one of those people i'm kind of a gamer at Mm -hmm. heart so for me finding the app that kind of just tracked it all Mm -hmm. once i sat down and put everything in the app and now it just sends me a little email that goes you know how much money you spent (laughs) thank you very much app i appreciate that and it's fun to have you know to be able to figure out what is your motivation and to be able to go i'm making better decisions Mm -hmm. so after you have people look at their their cash flow and those monthly spending things what do you normally encourage them to do next so once they figured out how much they can look at and free up and so forth and there's lots of ways to do that but then the next step is we look at any debt in place okay and so it's just a matter of getting a good solid plan, get out of debt, Mm -hmm. right? I know Dave Ramsey harps on this a lot too, and it is, it's so important. Get a plan in place. There's really two simple strategies. One is just go for the lowest balance. Right. Get rid of that one first, then go to the next one. The other one is if you're really a numbers person, go for the highest interest rate. Right. And that one, you know, you know, numbers wise, right? Get rid of that one first. So it doesn't matter. Just pick a strategy though and go with it because (laughs) otherwise with no strategy, it'll likely take you a lot longer. Right. So that's number two. Then number three is just, we look at, is there some kind of cushion in place? Is there a savings, an emergency type fund, something that could produce at least about three months of whatever your monthly expenses are? That's why number one is important because we need to know what are your actual monthly expenses? Right. Not, you know, if you have a $500 budget for clothing in the month, that's not necessarily usually a, a technical need right, right? but if it's in your budget that's okay right like yeah. if someone lost a job or if something catastrophic happened it probably would get cut out of the budget right right so what are the actual expenses so you want to have at least three months at least right we want to build that up so right. that's number three and i i say this a lot too is if your savings account at your bank 
there's a couple reasons why you may want to look at an online savings. One is that it's just so accessible. If it's right there at your bank and you can just go online and click a button and move the money over, right? So right. sometimes we'll do that and we're kind of, you know, we're, it's easy to do that. <laughs> right. and maybe there's or it'll do it for really itself, want. you know, right. or sometimes if they're connected, right. then a bank will go, oh, you spent that here. Right. So you don't want to cause yourself fees. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have that as a cushion, but you want it. To be separate is right, what you're saying. Right. Okay. So for the purpose of our saving ourselves from ourselves, right? right? Sometimes <laughs> it's nice to have it separate. But online savings, a lot of them offer a much better interest rate too. So you should be getting at least two to two and a quarter percent right now on an online savings, and most banks don't offer that. Right. So that's what I recommend people. Um, and there's just there's a number of them out there. So I say you know find one that you're comfortable with, and I have ones that I recommend. But I think you know just finding one is the biggest thing. Right. So. That's number two. Number three is Shannon's favorite <laughs> is life insurance. Yes. I joke with you about it. We're going to talk a little bit more about that today and why um, there's been some changes in the life insurance world. But that is something, you know, put something in place. Um, the rates have never been cheaper. And like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit more, too, here today. And then I always have questions because I still that's on my that's still on my homework assignment. We've been talking about this for a year, Cassandra. So I will own that. Um, <laughs> and, so, and then I just keep having new mi- milestones. So we'll cover yeah. that uh, later on in the show. But I do have questions on when you hear the commercials even that say, right. use this one, use that one, how you help make that determination and when you should just go, well, just go ahead and go with this one, mm-hmm. even though it might be a little more expensive. So right. I'd like to kind of cover some of that terminology. So it'll be great to cover that that as well mm-hmm. but we know life insurance is important and you it summed is. up well you know where it's going are you going to be able to save enough to make up for what you would have if you just needed a life insurance payout right mm-hmm. right because like i mean you do you hear in the commercials that you could spend you know 15 20 30 40 dollars a month for half a million seven hundred fifty thousand right. a million dollars right so it would it would take how long to, to take $20 a month to save up half a million. So right. absolutely, it really does cover you. What I do recommend for people is, though, look at what you think you need right now. Because for most people, again, I'm talking in general terms, but a lot of people do look at a 20-year window. A lot of times that covers the needs that they might have, whether it's raising children and so on and so forth, or whether it's taking care of the rest of the family or their spouse if something happened to their income. Um, but you look at those 20-year windows, but if you can imagine back 20 years, Right. Try and think back 20 years, right? And if you think about what would have been an appropriate amount of insurance then, and then fast forward 10 years and fast forward till now, that same amount does not go anywhere near as far. Fair enough. So I tell people, look at what you think you might need now and what feels maybe kind of comfortable, but step it up from there. Gotcha. Because at some point in that 20-year term, it's not going to feel like enough. Well, we have time to cover one more of the things that you normally do in that first seven-step plan, and then we also should tell people what we're going to get yeah, for the rest of the show. Absolutely. Um, the next step is really looking at, this is usually people's favorite part of when we sit down and we get into this on the second time that we meet, yes. is that we look at where are they at for retirement and looking at what it would take and what, it, what they would need to do real specifically, right, numbers-wise, how much would it take every month then, or are they on track towards right. their financial goals? So it's really that long-term savings piece. It's looking at based on what you have, on what when you want to retire, and kind of where you're at, and what's going in monthly now, and how much more would it take. So it's really giving people that clear picture and that path on where are we at and what do we need? What will it take? If I want to have this golden girls lifestyle, what do I have <laughs> to do right. to get there? You know, right. if my girlfriends and I want to hang out, do this thing once our kids are all grown. How do I get to that point? Mm-hmm. Love that part. Absolutely. So, I know that is one of the most fun parts. For I people. know. It's like, oh, now I get to, you know, I get to fantasize about what is going to be cool with me yeah. and my three girlfriends in a house somewhere in Florida. And most people forward to it. are better off than they think they are. That's what I hear from people all the time is, gosh, I thought it'd be a lot worse. Well, we are going to continue covering the last few steps that you normally 
normally go over when they come and visit with you at ClearStep Financial. Mm-hmm. And then what are we going to do the rest of the show, Cassandra? Well, I wanted to talk about some fun industry trends and topics and hot things that are going on, what changed this year, and just also that we're going to talk about some fun, unusual economic indicators that I think people would find interesting. Wonderful. And we always encourage you to be part of the Mom Show. If you have any financial questions that you have just been waiting to ask, if you want to get some of that off your chest, today is a great day to do it. Remember, though, that all of the information we're going to cover today is general information, and it's also securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Past performance does not guarantee future results. So we will be back with additional results. And also, Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial here on The Mom Show. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available on podcastable on MyTalk1071.com. Uh, I'm Ms. Shannon. Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com is joining us. And we are going over basically the first seven steps that you usually go over when people are coming to meet with you mm-hmm. as a potential client. And also mm-hmm. encouraging people to call in and be part of the show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And it's good to remind people where you know how easy it is to get help on mm-hmm. these things that mm-hmm. it does apply to everybody that's out there there mm-hmm. you know we can all use a advisor mm-hmm. you know you don't have to sit there and go oh i'm not you know so hollywood that i need one there's a reason why right. advisors do what they do and especially you know you as a fiduciary sitting there and going no i'm here to help you work through this and yep. work in the best interest of what's good for you and your family mm-hmm. absolutely no, I think in the sooner people look at things and start with things, the easier it is too. Right. So there's no time like the present. Just get it right? out of the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, it's just one more of those weights to lift off. Right. So if people have questions, like Ms. Shannon said, call in. If you want to set up a time to meet with us, you can go to clearstepfinancial.com, send us a note, we'll set up a time with you. So it's... It's a very good process to go through. People learn so much. Well, we are going to go through some tips and trends and things that are going on out in the financial world. But we did have a couple of those initial steps to go. Mm-hmm. I know we got through even like uh, talking about setting up that cushion, that long term right. savings, looking at what you are going to look like when you actually get and reach that end zone right. of retirement. Right. How you can be more comfortable once you actually get there. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about, too, some places you may want to steer clear of in retirement if you're looking at moving. Gotcha. Because certain okay. places have a better, um, they're more advantageous as far as what are the taxes, what are the costs, what are their health care you know, look like, and so forth. So we're going to get to that, too. So that's Wonderful. part of the fun today. Okay. But the, the next thing that we look at after you figure out then how much do you need to start saving or what would get you on track, then you're working on that, right? You get to that retirement finish line, though. And then it's a process of then where do you start drawing money from? Because right. that can be very scary. It's like this huge leap of faith for people when they get to retirement. Because you spent so be, much time saving, and now I'm like, oh, I'm going to spend that? And and your source of income has always been from a job, right? right? So it's from working, you've been earning it yourself. So it is a huge, uh, like I said, it's just a huge leap of faith, huge transition. So we even do seminars and things on people on practicing retirement, right? It's looking at what <laughs> retirement's going to look like and, and what is it going to be like so that it's not a huge shift or a huge, um, it doesn't make a huge stressful impact right. on you when you make that transition. So it's then looking at where the money's coming from and doing income planning. And the last thing is the estate planning side. It's just looking at then how are the things that you've accumulated, how are they going to pass on if there are things to pass on to people right? and making sure that that's done in a good, efficient way where a lot of it doesn't get taken as taxes and so forth. Right. So, Which, and we're I not mean, tax experts, right? But we have all these different experts that work with us, both exactly. attorneys and tax people and CPAs and you know auto insurance people and 
and mortgage people. We have just, like I said, this whole array of experts that work with us that we have this wonderful team. So we're very fortunate. So you are a perfect hub and then you can help people pinwheel out Absolutely. to the right people. Absolutely. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one of those things is that, you know, I am one of those people that, you know, once I meet a person, I go, okay, your job is really cool. I want to, you know, I want to be able to have conversations with you. And you are one of those friends um, <laughs> that I like being able to read an article and then come back and go, Cassandra, does this apply to me? <laughs> right. You know, and so especially when you're reading all of those things if you see it on bloomberg.com or a headline might pop up because yep. that's how google works once you start looking into stuff it's going to go oh clearly you want to read more about this absolutely so there are a lot of things that are going on right now in the news we'll mm-hmm. say that going wait that interest rate went down but this other one adjusted and then the market is doing this based upon visits out of state and who's doing you know, all of these things so in your opinion of what's going on right now what are the ones that you were like i really got jazzed about this <laughs> this is important to the majority of of my talkers or you know people that you're dealing with that's a really good question okay. um we're going to talk about some unusual economic indicators that I think will be, I think people will find interesting. Right. And so we are going to get to that. I yes. did want to touch on, though, that there have been some changes this year. We talked about them earlier in the year, but if people either didn't catch it or or haven't made the changes yet, I think there are some changes that would be good for people to still, it's not too late in the year to do it, and we're only about halfway through. So, for example, in the investment world with retirement side of things, yeah, they increased the Roth contributions and okay. IRA contributions. They increased the simple IRA contributions. They increased 401k contribution limits. So across the board and all those types of plans, they increased it by about $500 a year. Okay. So if you were someone who was diligently putting in the maximum that you could and you haven't changed it yet this year, I would recommend doing that. So basically, you know, just to put it in like, ballpark numbers for all of us English majors out there. Since we can now put an additional $500, that's probably going to be another... Ten fifteen dollars a pay period or something like how um, about how forty one dollars a month yeah gotcha. about okay. forty one dollars a month or so is what it would equate to if you're looking at it monthly correct right? so okay. if you're getting paid you know biweekly about twenty bucks a week so or it's a, a it's, paycheck right? it's an amount that if you just go ahead and do it now you probably haven't had enough time to go oh I need to spend that money or I'm right. accustomed to getting more expensive. Starbucks. So right, especially I if you've it. gotten a cost of interest or a cost of living raise right. um, and so forth. Um, but it's just one of those things. If you can, you know, maximize Roths and IRAs and, you know, put in at least up to your match in your 401k. And then we have those conversations with people about, do you have a Roth 401k option? Right. And that's a good conversation because we're going to have, I think at our next show here later this month, we're going to talk about the differences between Roth IRAs and regular IRAs and all the pros and cons. So we'll okay. get into, we'll dig it. We'll take a deep dive into that. Right. But that's a, a, that's a conversation we have with everyone when we're meeting with them and kind of looking at all the different options and things that people have and how much does it make sense to put into the Roth bucket, how much into the regular bucket for our, for 401ks um, or outside of their plan, Roths or traditional IRAs. So, and it's, different for every person right now if you don't currently have a financial advisor that i can just go can you look at this and see if i you know some like you i can go here's a paper how to do it <laughs> who do they ask normally like in their place of work if there's somebody that has so hr over? typically will be able to tell them um they can go to hr okay. um, or maybe your your coworker next to you right might right. know a little bit more about the benefits but you can go to hr and ask them you want to know what the match is right okay. you want to know that you're at least putting in up to the match there's certain companies that are it's very cut and dry and it's easy to understand what the match is and then you know if you're doing it or not. Okay. And there's some, like I was, I had to do a three-way call with someone last week because I could not 
decipher the language the way it was written, what specifically the match Fair enough. indicated. Okay. So <laughs> if you don't understand it, don't feel bad. Right. Um, that's why we did a three-way call to the company custodian and just said, can you please explain this to us both right here? And right. <laughs> so we know. And he said, yeah, I can see how you would think that was confusing. I, Yep, it's this, though. So, okay. So, yeah, so it's just a matter of figuring some of that stuff out. And sometimes it's some, you know, I don't always know all the answers either. So right. we, we figure it out together. Perfect. So what's the next thing that they should work on right now that's changed? So if so, the, the next thing, um, if you if you're maxing out some of those things, there's one thing I do want to mention, because mm-hmm. typically we talk about the fact that if you're over a certain income limit, you are not able to contribute to a Roth. You, you know, you've, you're you're over the threshold. Right. Um, but I do like to mention that there are certain ways that you can still get monies into a Roth. And I, again, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more next time. Right. But if you, it's usually your, your adjusted gross if it's over 189 for joint. Yes. And that's adjusted gross, right? So if it's over that, then you get to a point where you can't just do a regular Roth. Okay. So if that's you... There are still ways to get monies into a Roth. If you have other IRA money, it's a little bit more complicated. But if you don't have other IRA money, it's really easy to do. Okay. Well, things are just cruising along this morning. So we're going to go break again. But what do we want to cover when we get back, Cassandra? Well, we're going to keep going at a few more updates from this year. And then we for sure are going to get to some of those unusual economic indicators because I think you're going to find them really interesting. All right. We also encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. Thank you for joining us for The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here in studio from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier has joined us, and you can always contact them again. Again, the website is MomsTalkMoney.com or ClearStepFinancial.com. It's very easy to find them, and it's just it's a, a painless way to go and meet with a friend who is now going to help you figure out your finances. Absolutely. Yes, and so yeah. it's so... Again, you kind of, it's one of those things that I just want to remind people that it's once you get it off your plate, you go, ah, I have time mm-hmm. to worry about other things. Right. It you frees know? up some of that mental that, space. That real estate. Yeah. Right. So you can have a little white space in your life because mm-hmm. you know that these things are handled and it'll help you make better decisions right. you know, as you go. So you said that there were some interesting economic indicators and I didn't want to ask you about <laughs> it too much off air because you looked very excited about these things. So I'm very, okay, what are we going to hit cover first? They are. So okay. let's. Let's start, we'll just start with um, some kind of fun ones. So there's the first date indicator. Okay. And so that is an economic indicator. So all these are different things and they're kind of tracked at various levels and they have kind of different weights and so forth as far as how important is this or not. But these are, there are so many things in the economy that start kind of trending certain ways at different points. So if the economy is starting to go down, certain things usually start showing. Ah, So one is the first date indicator. And it's the concept that when the economy is starting to turn down, people become more lonely and they go on more first dates. And so things like match starts to get more (laughs) busy and people are just going on more first dates. You're on Tinder all of the time. Yes, things like that. So that's one thing that tends to pick up. If the market is starting to go down. So currently, are we in a high first date market or a low first date market? I don't know. know? I don't know Ah. where all these indexes are currently Ah. because these are things that are, like I said, they're not always updated that regularly. Right. But these are different indicators. So they're kind of fun. So keep an eye out, I guess is what I would say, is keep an eye out. For some of these different things, if to all see of where us are at. out there, all of us Tindery like people, all of me, 
We'll have to figure it all out. And then I'll tell you, I'm like, Cassandra, I'm on Tinder again. Is that a problem? <laughs> should, I, that, yeah. should I be more conservative <laughs> in the market? <laughs> There's more indicators. Okay. So all we'll right. What's the going. next one? Okay. The next one is the buttered popcorn index. Okay. So the, the theory there is that when the economy starts to go down, more people are going to the movies, trying to check out. They don't want to focus on reality as much. And so they're having more movie experiences and popcorn ah, experiences. They need escapism. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. And the movies and going to the cinema. So during the last big recession in 2009, they really saw things skyrocket in the buttered popcorn industry. Okay. So... All that right. was an indicator All that, right. they were, that they saw during the last recession. Um, the unclaimed corpse indicator. Ooh. I know, but if you think about it, it costs money to have a funeral. Right. right. And so what they saw is during the last crisis, too, that we had in 2009, um, like, for, for example, with Detroit, they had wow. almost double the amount of unclaimed corpse during that time when the market had crashed ah. because people just didn't want to, they didn't have the money to pay for the funeral expense and to bury people. So they people. just had to leave them. So they had the ah, state bury them yes. instead. But okay. so it's those, one of those things where if you think about it, it, totally it makes, makes sense. sense. Yes. Right. But yeah, you wouldn't maybe normally think about that. <laughs> for <laughs> no, good reason, probably. All. For good reason. You're like, some of us watch a little too much court TV now that it's back <laughs> right? on. So I, yeah. I think about weird things all the time. You're fine, Cassandra. <laughs> okay, Okay, good. what else do we have? So, the Hot Waitress and Waiter Index. Okay. So I know, you, you become, have a puzzled look. Yes, because I'm like, is that a, 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 does that show a rise or fall in the economy? How it's does it showing go? that the economy could be going down. because If you have what, more attractive... Right. If really? your waiters and waitresses are very attractive, the theory behind that is that jobs must be very difficult to come by because usually people, that you know, for better or for worse, people that are usually very attractive can get jobs. Yes. That's just... Because there's all kinds of studies that say that right. the, those kind Appearance of things are, makes, uh, makes a difference, a difference right? Yes. As much so, as we'd like to go, it's all about skills and it's all about that, but we've seen time after time that people think if you have a certain look, yep. you're smarter, you're more hireable, you're be- you're a better employee. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that one also, again, mm-hmm. makes sense. So, when you're going out, yes. keep an eye out <laughs> for your servers and get, maybe get, you know, start a rating system exactly. and, and start your own economic hey, How many apples there? does you count as? You know? <laughs> You want everybody to look like Grover. Have a star rating, right? (laughs) Maybe there should be an app for these, right? Right. Well, I'll just put it on our Facebook page and do Are You Hot or Not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Um, This this one's a little bit more serious, but it's one of those things also that is impacted. But for child abuse, that that increases. I mean, I'm sure, again, you can can see that it maybe would in times of stress. Right. Big stressful periods. And financial stress is People one of those handle things poorly. big, mm-hmm. you know, th- things that can create huge amounts of stress. That's one of the reasons I wanted to go into the financial industry is because I saw all the stress when I was growing up. I saw people around me that were going through times of financial stress. Right. And I wanted to be able to help people that they didn't experience those. But right. when times of financial stress, I know that those kinds of things can increase. So just try and keep your peace of mind out there. Um, bike Fatality rates, fatality rates also, because a lot of times people are biking more. Yes. They're trying to save money. 
And so there can be more accidents and things due to the fact that Which more probably dovetails into the people that are being stressed out. We have more people yeah. on bikes mm-hmm. and more people stressed out, distracted driving. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. Are any of these joyous? Yes. <laughs> we went through the so, joyous ones first. Uh, now it's well, a lot of death There are for you, some Cassandra. other serious ones. However, there is a there is one that I I think I mentioned that I think you will find um, interesting. It's the penis length correlation. For, okay. for as far as economic um, stability and growth. And here is, the, <laughs> I know, I know, I would not have guessed that no. this was the rationale behind it. But what they say is that somehow that depending on the length, now if they're, if they're, av- it's the average length, penis length countries, countries, if you'll believe this, the countries that have the average length are usually the most prosperous economically because they say there's a, there's a tie to testosterone levels. Okay. So the ones that have the lesser length are typically they have a lesser testosterone. This is what this is what this, this is says. I don't know if this I'm is surprised. scientifically proven. I wonder if it was the Viagra people that did. I this, don't know this study. But they're saying that. Um, but there's a university in Helsinki that conducted okay. this study. Every study's from I, Helsinki. It could I, okay. be. It right? must be true. If but it's they from said Helsinki. that it's the if you're if you have a higher level of testosterone, there's typically greater risk being taken. Okay. Um, if you have a lower levels, there's lesser risk, right? And they say so. The average, kind of the middle of the road is the most ideal right it's the most ideal amount of risk in a sense to be taking as far as economic strength and prosperity i'll be honest with you it's so much easier the indicators where i just had to determine whether my weight staff was attractive or not is so much easier (laughs) you're gonna stick to that one I feel like I can do that, or I can go ask my friends that work at the movie theater if there's if they've seen an uptick in attendees. Then to do that last one, I feel like that's a very difficult indicator to monitor. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, there's the baby diaper rash indicator, and okay. that one states that in times when the economy starts to go down more, um, there's there's a higher sale in in diaper rash cream because typically. Parents are trying to get a little bit longer time out of the diapers. So sometimes the rashes may just tick up a little bit more. So diaper rash cream sales usually go up a little bit. Okay. Or maybe they're also a little busier because they're working a little harder. And they they didn't notice Mm -hmm. how wet Junior was. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Could be a a number of things. Okay. So that's another one. Um, There's some really, there's some fun ones. But the consumer consumption of beer index, so more people are likely just to buy beer from the liquor store, of course, right? When the economy starts to turn down, okay. they're less likely to go to out, go out. Mm-hmm. and consume in establishments and so forth. I think those are interesting. I would think that that would also be tied to, are we buying more things like bottled water and stuff? I'm surprised there's not a bottled water one. Because that feels like one of those things that if the economy is doing poorly, one of the things we buy less of. Hmm. Are there any of those on there? Well, so there is the, um, during the early 2000s, Estee Lauder saw that their, uh, their lipstick sales really skyrocketed during the economic downturn. And what they found was that women were less likely to splurge on like purses and handbags and shoes and things. And they instead got more lipstick. Gotcha. Okay. So right. that was one thing. So if you find yourself going reaching for the lipsticks more, <laughs> you're like, ladies. I want to feel pretty without the bag. It's right. Okay, fair enough. Um, there are. Uh, there's. Um, I'm just trying to find some of the more fun ones. I mean, there's. <laughs> this is a huge. If you can see, I'm paging through. Oh no, that page was a tome after that page you have. after page of um, of different. Well, divorce rates. So they go up. Actually. 
it can be expensive to get a divorce. Oh. So people are less likely to get divorced during a downturn. Okay. Is what they found. All right. Um, there's a skinny tie with indicator. Okay. So men will typically buy ties to appear that they're working harder during difficult times <laughs> and the ties get slimmer during bad times and, and brighter when the economy starts to recover. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Um, I mean, there's just, there's all these different fun ones that, um, that they look at and, there's coupon redemptions, right? So more and more coupons get redeemed when the economy starts to turn down. Right. Um, they also see there's a skyscraper boom indicator, which coincides with recessions, you know, when they will build skyscrapers. Um, there are, <laughs> there's a men's underwear index. Okay. That's you, also there's one. literally for there all are, of the my talkers, there's I mean, like 60 of them on the list that you have. I know. I'm going, okay. I'm just trying to What's pick the some men's of the more underwear fun ones. One? So men will try and make their long, their underwear last longer. So the, <laughs> so it basically, the, the men's underwear sales fall typically during times of economic. So they're just holding on by a thread and they're like, I'm not. <laughs> literally, I don't right? Have, yeah, I don't have $14 to spend on another pack of they Hanes. They are, yeah, gotcha. they kind of hang tight. But there's a few more that we can share when we come back. Okay. But uh, we're not going to go through all of them. That would be a little bit tedious. But there are, there, there's just some really bizarre ones that you would have never thought. All right. right. Well, we also are going to cover some tips about when you get to retirement. Some yes. places, some help you, help you flash forward to how you're going to be able to make some wise choices when you retire. We're also willing to take your questions. The number for the mom show is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Cassandra Brazier from Moms Talk Money and Clear Step Financial. Thank you again for joining us for the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also available at MyTalk1071.com. With us today, Cassandra Brazier, financial advisor and branch manager from Clear Step Financial. We've been going through some interesting economic indicators that are out there because you maybe have heard of like the normal ones like things that might be attributed to the stock market or mm-hmm. any of those things but it is more interesting and I think more relatable to sit there and be able to go are people buying more apples or less apples like those kind <laughs> right, of th- things right. that we could do our own little you know our own little social experiments within our little groups so we're covering some of that are like that and we also have time if you want to call at 651-641-1071 so we actually along the lines of food there is a baked bean sales indicator okay. And if you can imagine, when the economy is declining in hard times, people are tend they tend to buy more canned goods, okay, and so forth. And so, for example, in the UK during the last recession, they saw the sales of baked beans go up twenty three percent. So it was this huge okay. increase that they saw. Okay, so that all right is one of the indicators that, that they look sense. at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny they also list the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover okay. as an indicator. And they talk about the nationality somehow. This is said to be more of a predictor, and I don't know how much weight I put on this, but they said <laughs> if it's an American, if their nationality is an American, then the S&P tends to outpour, outperform its historical returns. And I know that's happened on a few occasions, but I don't know that over long periods of time that's considered <laughs> to be the case. But so we don't know if it's, it's one that's listed. Yeah. a good indicator, but it has right. so far been... There have been some correlations, correlation, right? we'll say. <laughs> Um, there is a hap- the Happy Meal indicator also when the economy starts to turn down um, places and restaurants and things tend to scale back. So they, they cited in the last recession, for example, Red Robin, they 
only gave out, they gave out lesser crayons than they were giving out previously, okay. trying to kind of cut back on the costs for, for right. those kinds of things, for like the, quote, freebies in a sense. So do so you, you see those give, kinds of things decline? Do they give worse toys? Like, do you know, well, <laughs> do they, they don't, they, 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 toys? I, they may, yeah. Okay. That's probably what they look at doing during those times. Okay. But so things, they try and scale back some of those kinds of things. So instead of getting those good, like Spider-Verse cut things that you get right now, you're getting those cut, cardboard cutouts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If you were going out, cause I know a lot, I mean, we have kids, right? So they, a lot of times, yeah, they'll give you like four crayons or they'll give right. you like a whole cup of crayons. Yes. So just pay attention people. Cause if they're giving you two crayons all of a sudden you're and you like, were getting oh. four, you go. You got. Maybe watch you should out. Pay, you, know, you should be saving as well. <laughs> we should. We should talk about reallocating. Is basically <laughs> right. what what that means. But um, there's just a few more. So this one I thought was funny. Um, if you've ever had work done on your home, yes. and you've talked to a contractor or a handyman or so forth, this is an economic indicator on the speed of which they return the phone calls. Because if they are extremely busy and it takes them a while to get back to you, now of course they could be just very. Um, lackadaisical. lackadaisical and <laughs> irresponsible wrong, too right. but but it's an indicator that if there's a long lag time that it, we're in a better economy right because they're probably busy okay um but if they get back to you right away and they're available and they can oh we can come in tomorrow and take care of that we have nothing you know what i mean there's that's another indicator all right so i thought that one was interesting uh cardboard box indicator Okay. How many of you order things on Amazon? I do. Does it come in a cardboard box? Yes. Usually, right? Mm-hmm. So sales of cardboard boxes tend to decrease in when the economy is going down. Ah, because we are because buying we're less not, probably. We're shipping right. Companies less. aren't shipping as much, not as much as being sold. So cardboard boxes <laughs> are less utilized okay. when the economy is declining. Ah, aren't these interesting? Yes. They're all things that you think of and say, yep, that makes sense. Right, and I could see why but, that industry tracked it that mm-hmm. way. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then there's a garbage indicator because, again, along the lines of how much are we consuming and utilizing, that also trickles down to garbage, right? So if we are pulling in more or less, I should say, because of the economy going down, then there's going to be less garbage. Right. Okay. So um, I think those were basically, oh, aspirin and Tylenol. That tends to increase. Of course, people are under more stress in the right. market and the economy is going down, more unemployment. Oh, so okay. those, there's not a strong correlation there, but they do typically see some upticks in the sales of Tylenol and, and aspirin and those kinds of things during those time periods and we've talked about this before but just i do know where this one stands um and this is kind of good just for people to know is that um when people google the word recession yes that's an economic indicator we've talked about that before and we are at a point right now where it's the highest rate of people googling the word recession since it's been in 2008 okay so we are at a high point with that and you have been talking about that's just really one of those things that we know it's inevitable and that's mm-hmm. why it's kind of a great time to start looking at things. So it's right. not, you know, so you're making decisions from a position of knowledge and planning versus panic. Right. Because that's that's the thing we try and help people look at is let's get things in position because I don't have a crystal ball. I don't I don't play a medium on TV right. or anything. Yeah. We don't we don't know and we can't predict, right? 
But if we can help position people to be prepared for those downturns so that there are certain things in place that will help preserve as much as they can and really give them as much protection as they can, that's what we're trying to do with people is help take what they've worked so hard to accumulate and to put forth so that when we do have this next correction, recession, whatever it ends up being, we know there will be more recessions, right? I think it's unreasonable for people to think we're never going to see another one. We just don't know when it's going to be. We've been in this long, the longest bull market where the market's been rising and rising and rising and rising that we've seen historically. So we know it's going to happen at some point. So I really do encourage people to reevaluate what they have, what they're doing, especially if they're within less 10 years or less of retirement, right? because you really don't want a chance losing a big chunk of money right now when you may not have the time for it to pick back up again. Right. So it's a good time to reevaluate things, to look at things. And then when we were talking about If you're going to be retiring or where you're looking at retiring. So if you have all these dreams of wanting to move, right, this is the thing. There was uh, an article I was reading recently that talked about as far as taxes go, what you pay for taxes and what you get in return from the taxes for those states. As far as services and health care, health care, health care, education, all those kinds of things that you get in return for your taxes. Right. Right. So they were saying so these are some states to steer clear of. These are all in the top (laughs) ten. Um, and California was one of those top 10. And I know that sometimes is a place that people think about. Um, but they don't, they weren't raked very hard in education. Now, if you're going there for retirement, it might not be a big deal, but they're still 18th as far as health goes. Um, and so they're, they are, they're very low on as far as having a good ratio for how much you pay in taxes to how much you get back. Fair enough. So it's not a great, Maybe Return on efficient, investment. exactly. Efficient. That's a good word. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Nevada was another one that oh. was in the top 10. Okay. Um, they talked about, too, that they were very low as far as one of the worst hospital systems that we have. They were ranked 43rd. Oh, okay. So, and they were also very low as far as their crime rates. Not not low crime rates, but they didn't, They have one of the worst crime rates. Okay, so stay away from Nevada. Okay. Yes. Um, and... Uh, We've got, let's see, um, Connecticut was one. I'm not going to go into detail about all of them, but Mm -hmm. um, Connecticut, Hawaii was actually one of the, it was actually the worst. Really? To retire to? So I did want to mention that one because again, a lot of people do talk about Hawaii and I have a girlfriend great. she's yeah. already planning yeah. on it. Yeah. So now I can tell her, I'm like, mm, maybe not. Well, <laughs> just not know, right? Just know going into it. Just that know. you might be literally living on the beach. You know, kind of <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> would be in paradise right. living homeless on the beach, Correct. but you may You'd be, be on, the beach, on the beach. Right. And they so, probably don't want that. You're not <laughs> exactly. helping. So. so we have Connecticut was one in the top 10, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Vermont, and then North Dakota, which I know a lot of people from around here, and then yeah. New Mexico. Those were okay. the top 10. Okay. So, um, again, doesn't mean don't move there, but it does mean just be aware if you're trying to pick a spot that maybe has a good... Now, I'll say this too. A lot of people don't always choose their retirement spot. Right. A lot of times it's based on family, mm-hmm. right? So, so maybe talk your family into going someplace else. Other than <laughs> there you go. <laughs> New Mexico but or Nevada. Let us know if you have questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can go to clearstepfinancial.com if you want to set up a time. We're happy to meet with people. Mm-hmm. And we are going to cover some more retirement issues, especially regarding your Roths and such, when you're in next later this month. Absolutely. So in the meantime, again, everybody go to clearstepfinancial.com and get a hold of Cassandra and her team. Thank you.